Ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Hello and welcome back to the Shared Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Susan, creator and founder of Shared Teaching, and you are listening to episode 114, Building Writing Stamina for Primary Students. Now, if you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe to any future episodes of this podcast. There's a new one that gets released every single week. All right, let's go ahead and get started. So I feel that building writing stamina is something that is not talked about very often, and it's an important part of our students' writing foundation that's very important for us to build. So today I'm going to share with you some effective strategies that you can do this especially for our younger students. I'm talking about like first and second graders. So the first thing is to embrace the writing process. And the way I do this is through just how I've put together my writing units. And instead of putting the emphasis on a finished project or a story, we focus on the journey of the process of writing. This means that as a whole class, we're working through planning, writing, revising, editing, and occasionally publishing. I love to teach my students to write the way most published authors do, which means we are not publishing each and every piece of writing they finish, but rather we're picking our favorite piece of writing to publish. Once my students are familiar with these steps of the writing process, then they know what to expect each and every class period. If you want to know a little bit more, you can always go to my post, which is called What is Writer's Workshop? And that is going to be episode number 39 on the podcast. The next thing you want to do is you want to make sure you have an established writing routine. So at the beginning of the year, you're going to set your writing schedule for the full length of writing time that you want to have throughout the majority of the year. It's so much easier to fill the extra time rather than to come up with additional time when you need it later. So for example, If you think you want to have a maximum of 30 minutes of independent writing time, then you're not going to build your writing block with them only having 15 minutes and then fill the other 15 minutes with other things. Rather, you want to maintain that 30-minute slot so that when they grow in their writing stamina, they can fill it easily. This is especially important with younger students like kindergarten and first grade, not as much with second grade because hopefully they've built up that stamina in their previous school years. But you never know, every class is different, so you might want to hold on to those 30 minutes and just set that expectation to see how far they can write when you first start writing with them during independent time. Okay, so having an established writing routine during your writing time is going to help your students know your expectations for writing. 
I also like to use the same format every day when I teach writing. So we start with an overview of the learning objective, of course, because it's mandatory, (laughs) and a review of the previous day's lesson. I always like to remind them of what we learned the previous day, especially a lot of my students generally tend to be absent because I have a higher truancy rate in my school. And so I like to kind of have that almost like spiral review of tying in what we're going to learn this day with the previous day. So if they missed it, then it's a little bit easier for them to like pick up from where we're moving on. So we start with a review of the previous day's lesson. Then I move into my lesson where the students are learning new vocabulary or the concept for the day. And then there's time for them to practice that concept. And then last, students are asked to write. I'm also very clear in my expectations during their writing time that they should be writing. It's not gossip time, hang out with your neighbor, tie your shoe time, right? It's writing time. So I want to make sure that that's very clear to my students. When I release them to write, they're given an assignment to work on. Often the content of what they should write is up to them, but how they're writing is provided. So for example, if we are working on an opinion writing story, students might be asked to write an introduction, but they're allowed to choose the topic they want to write the introduction about. Next, we're going to set some realistic goals. So setting realistic goals for students to meet during independent writing time can really help when building writing stamina. When you're first starting your writing time, I would recommend timing your students while they're writing, but don't tell them. This is kind of my sneaky trick for how I establish a true baseline for how long they can write interrupted for. And I've also used this trick, if you've listened to many of my episodes, for classroom management. I like to time my students often for how long they're doing transitions. And first time I do it, I don't tell them that that's what I'm timing them for because I want a true measure of what they can do in the time that they're asked to do it, right? So anyway, you're going to time your students without letting them know, and that's going to give them your baseline. So you're going to stop the minute somebody is off task or not meeting your expectations. That way... As you train them throughout the school year, that sounds bad to say train, but as you're training them to have to meet your expectation, then you're very clear that everybody needs to be meeting this expectation. And of course, there's always an exception, but this is what you want them to do. So the next day after you've timed them for your baseline, you're going to tell your students how long they wrote the day before. So it's no longer a surprise. (laughs) And you're going to challenge them to try to make it just one minute longer. And each day you're going to add another minute when they successfully meet the previous time. And then you're going to keep increasing that time until you've reached your goal. Now, if your students are really struggling with an extra minute, then make it half an hour, make it half an hour, make it 30 seconds. Whatever works for you. It doesn't have to be a I don't even know what the phrase is, tried and fast rule. That doesn't sound right right now. But it just has to work with how you want it to work. If it's an extra 10 seconds, it's an extra 10 seconds. It's no big deal. You don't have to go minute to minute each day. So how your independent writing time should look and sound is up to you. Now, if you're okay with some noise and a few off-task students, then that's great. That's you. But if you're like me, you prefer all the students focused on writing, then you're going to set that expectation and you're going to stop the timer when even one student doesn't follow this expectation. 
I will say that some years you do have a student, and you all can probably picture that student, that just isn't capable of this, and that's okay. You're going to set specific expectations for them so the class knows that they still have their own goals, and it seems a little bit more, quote-unquote, fair to them, especially if you're teaching primary kids. Then you're going to move on, and you're going to keep enforcing the goals you have set for your whole class and your other student. And your students are going to know that they're capable of reaching them because you believe in them and they're going to rise up to that expectation. So the next thing you're going to do to help build writing stamina is to provide writing choice. Now I'm often against cookie cutter writing assignments, not to say I haven't been in the boat of doing them before or even as recently as this past November, but I strongly feel that students should be given a chance and a choice to write what they want to write during writing time. Now, when students are offered a choice and can pick what interests them, the chances are they will want to write more because it's interesting to them, right? So talk about building that writing stamina. You can still have a common topic for your writers. For example, if you're writing biography reports, they can pick their own person they want to write about that they're interested in. But the format and the process is going to remain the same because they're still writing a biography report. It's the topic that's going to excite them. Another thing you can do is create a comfortable writing environment. Our classrooms, of course, should be a welcoming space to write. This doesn't mean you have to go overboard on decorations and purchasing furniture and a couch and flexible seating. But sometimes at something as simple as setting the tone for writing time is just a great way to create a good space for writing. I like to put on quiet instrumental music without any lyrics. Having that quiet music in the background can really help students to focus. You can also give them a choice of where they want to write around the room as long as they're focused in writing. There's really no harm in giving them a clipboard and allowing them to sit on the floor in a corner. The other thing you can do is implement peer collaboration. Now, my students love any chance they can to get to work together. This is why I've set up my writing process to include that peer collaboration. My students read their stories to one another. They help edit and revise with each other's help. And sometimes they even collaborate to narrow down which topic they're going to write about. Including peer collaboration is a great way to increase writing stamina because when they're writing with friends, it feels fun, it feels fresh, and the struggling writer isn't struggling as much when he has the assistance of a friend. The last idea I have for you today is using technology. Now, sometimes our young writers struggle with their pencil grip and getting words physically onto their paper. When this happens, I like to work outside of the writing block on holding their paper and working on letter formation. But during writing time, I want to see their work and see them producing writing because that's what the time is for. So sometimes offering them the choice to type instead of using paper and pencil is a really great alternative. Don't be afraid to allow your students to use technology instead once in a while. They're still writing, they're still having to find the right keys and put the letters together to form words on their paper or computer screen, so it's okay if the technology is the instrument sometimes. Now, when it comes to building writing stamina, your expectations and encouragement are the key to the process. Your students are going to take the cues from you, so make sure you have a classroom that's conducive to building up writing by following the tips that I shared today. So I'm going to go through them again really quickly. We were going to embrace the writing process. 
making sure that students know your established writing routine. You're going to set realistic goals for how long they can write during independent writing, and you're going to increase those goals as they meet them. You're going to provide writing choice for your students to pick what they want to write about. You're going to create a comfortable writing environment, which could be music or flexible seating or choosing their own seat. And you want to implement peer collaboration and technology. So I want to know what is a struggle that you've encountered with getting your students to write for longer periods of time. If you still need help on this topic, don't be afraid to reach out. Susan at sharedteaching.com. And I will see you here next week for an all new episode. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching. Hitting that subscribe button. And leaving us a review on iTunes. So we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. Now, when it comes to building writing stamina, writing stamina. Now, when it comes to building writing stamina, writing. Uh, <laughs>